everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And today I am super stoked as we have named rising star in Vegas, you know, hot off the press. Uh, Maddie from Mount, who um, was, has become a, a friend over the internet. And then obviously we met in person in Miami for the first time. And, um, you know, I've been watching what Maddie's been doing. And so is everybody else by all accounts. Um, and it is incredible. So uh, first and foremost, thank you very much for joining me. I know it's early where you are. All good. Thanks for having me on. It's it's great to be here. It is slightly early, so sorry if I look tired, but uh, no, I'm awake. I'm ready to chat. <laughs> cool, cool. So um, I guess let's just give the audience a bit of a background about you and how it started and, um, you know, where you're at right now. Totally. So, I mean, a few people might know this because I think it's starting to get around, but I started this crazy entrepreneurship journey when I was 12 years old. Um and that's kind of when Mount started. It started as a bike lock, got a patent for that when I was that age and kind of just knew I was on this path to become a CEO and wanted to change at that time the world. I didn't really know what that meant, but, <laughs> um, you know, led me on this crazy journey. I went and studied entrepreneurship at Northeastern University in Boston. And then from there, really dove headfirst into starting Mount Locks, actually was what it was called at the time uh, while I was in college. And basically lined up my classes so I could also build a business and just learned everything I possibly could, which was amazing. I mean, that led me into the, the micro mobility scooter industry for a while, which was fascinating. Um, and then eventually ended up in the short-term rental space after realizing that everyone who's riding scooters and bikes in cities are predominantly tourists, but they market it as a commuting tool. And so I thought that was really backwards. So that led me into the short-term rental industry. Um, and am honestly a big traveler. So I think I ended up in the better industry because I still get to travel everywhere. And uh, now I get to kind of help change it for the better. Awesome. Awesome. So when did Mount officially kind of launch into the short-term rental space? So Mount officially launched in, launched in the short-term rental space in November. So just about a year ago. Um, okay. We... I hadn't been able to raise funding for Mount for the last probably year and a half previous to that when we were a lock company. So I decided to completely fund it myself. I worked, you know, five jobs to make that possible. And then uh, we went into a startup accelerator, which is, is pretty common when you're a first time founder. Uh, ours happened to be in Hawaii and it happened to be the same one hostfully went through as well as turnover BNB. So I felt like I was in good company. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I got to live in Hawaii for three months. <laughs> um, and then coming out of that was finally able to raise funding. I think all the pieces had fit together and we had actually found a pretty huge problem within the short term rental industry when it comes to new revenue streams. And when people talk about upselling and amenities, they're really only able to offer early check in, late checkout and a mid stay clean. And if you look at a hotel industry, they're making upwards of 30 percent of their revenue from these amenity revenue streams, but it's electric bikes, a golf cart ride, uh, that rental shack on the beach, you know, all this extra stuff. And I was like, that seems so easy. I came from a world where you, you manage assets. I was like, let's just do it somewhere else. Yeah. So, um, just so everybody is, uh, aware of what Mount actually is, do you want to just give us the brief sort of synopsis? Obviously I know it, you know, it, but just a, a brief insight into what it actually does for the short-term rental space. I can, yes. Mount is uh, a new company on the scene that basically turns anything you own or that you buy into a rentable amenity for your guest. So that could be housing, golf clubs on your property, 
the golf cart that you don't allow them to rent right now, uh, electric bikes, kayaks, paddle boards, all that stuff that you've either not offered because of liability uh, or that you offer for free, Mount will turn that into a rentable amenity that your guests can use our app and rent, all self-service. We even insure it. And that way you're actually making revenue from it. Yeah. So um, how, I guess from a short-term rental host point of view, a few questions quickly pop up is, A, how do you um, how do you monitor the usage? So say for something like an e-bike, if you're leaving it at the property, how do you know that they're not just taking it out all the time? And obviously you've already mentioned the insurance side of things in case obviously something goes wrong with it. Exactly. Um, so the way it works is if you've ever rented an electric scooter just from the street, like a bird or a lime, it's that exact same process. So we emulated that technology um, so that everything that you are renting gets a GPS tracker and a lock, just a you know $5 cable lock from Amazon. Yeah. Uh, and the GPS tracker is also a QR code. So we basically geofence the area your amenity lives in, which is an, an invisible fence, which means it can't really move without it being rented. And then on top of that, there's a lock. So when you your guest creates an account, they're, they're digitally signing a terms and condition sheet within the app, and then they can put in payment. After that, they scan the QR code and it gives them the unlocked combination and payment options. So they can pay by the minute, per the hour, per day, or per their entire stay. Whatever they choose, they can now use the amenity. They're going wherever the GPS is tracking them. That's how we know usage. And then if they want to end their rental and stop paying, the app won't allow them to do that until they've returned within the geofence. They lock it back up and put it back the way they found it and then take a photo. Um, and the, the geofence, I assume, is your property or is it wider than that? It is actually, no, the, the biggest breadth is your property. We sometimes can do it down to like your garage or even like a really small bike rack. Um, that way, you know, it's really not moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I know there's um, these scooters where we live and you can basically just dump them anywhere, but they've obviously got a team that goes around in a van and picks them back up or obviously you just randomly pick another one up on the street and it's kind of used as just keep ch- taking them everywhere. So similar sort of thing, I think, but um, I, I, you know, you can see huge legs in it. So is there a, um, an amenity that seems to be most popular with guests that you advise or a, a say, sort of basket of stuff that, you know, if, if you say, right, Ryan, you need to put these three items in your properties. These are the top form ones. What would that kind of look like? Yeah, so right now we're doing amenity consultations because we have enough data now to tell you based on your property location and type uh, what you should be offering. The top four amenities right now are, well, the biggest one is uh, electric bikes because that actually works a lot of places. A lot of people, traveler-wise, view that as something they'd pay for because it is so cool. So they'll pay $60, $120 a day just to use it. So that's the biggest moneymaker. Second is beach bundles. Just because a lot of houses either on the coast, in Florida, you know, wherever it may be, are offering this for free, but probably are seeing a lot of damage and not returned items. So they're using Mount not so much for payment, but for the management aspect. Mm-hmm. So you can see that damage really decrease. And then the third, actually, which I thought was brilliant. It was not our idea. Um, it was the host idea was this aspect of uh, firewood and propane tanks. So for the firewood... We have a special box that you put it in and then the guests can rent it or rent it, but purchase it. Uh, and then that way you can know it's used and you can easily refill it for propane tanks. It's the exact same thing. I think the hardest thing was they didn't know when it was being used. They didn't know when to refill it. So Mount gives like transparency into all of that is like, we know exactly how much they used when and how often you need to replace it. 
Amazing. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, my head's already thinking, you know, we could put that <laughs> there, we could do this there. So, um, where, um, obviously, you're not everywhere in the world yet, are you? So I say yet because I know fine well it will be at some point. Um, where's your hotspots at the minute? Where do you currently cover? So U.S. is a big hotspot. We cover the entire country. Um, and then not too far off is Canada and then um, Mexico and some of the islands down in the Caribbean. But our next one we plan to open is actually the U.K., uh, you know, Scotland, Ireland, uh, a big, big hub in London, all of those places, just because, um, well, one, they're English speaking, but two, we already did a few conferences over there and got a lot of traction. So we have a massive wait list of people who want to work with us over there. And we'd like to open it sooner rather than later. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can already see, um, you know, I think it, it is difficult at the minute, you know, there's, you know, rising energy bills, you've got, um, you know, all sorts of rumors of recessions and what have you and this and that and the other. You've got, um, I think, landlords, especially on, on, say, my strategy, which is rent to rent um, in the main. You've got a lot of landlords putting rents up. You've got mortgage interest rates going up. So I think the um, standard format, as you say, of just hosting and earning a revenue from the guest, you do need to be trying to, you know, make these extra income streams to be able to, you know, keep that profit margin or, you know, at least add to that profit margin um, if, if, if you know, you can. And it's really, really important. I think a lot of things, as you said earlier, people go for the easy option early. A lot of people still don't do early check-in, late check-out. They feel like by asking a guest that they're going to give them a bad review. But, you know, it's, it's part of the process for the majority of professional operators. So, um, you know, they will come across it time and time again. How easy is it to install the system the app the software um how, how does that look on the on the front end and back end so fairly easy i mean we tried to emulate a lot of software that our customer was already using so the way you list an amenity is kind of the exact same process that you would list uh your house except it's on mount so you go on our website create an account and then it gives you the option to put in your property location and then list amenities specific to that property so we have presets if you want to just fly through where it's the firewood the electric bike um you basically choose what you want to list, order the QR code, and then it all gets shipped to your property, especially if you bought new. If you bought an electric bike through us, that'll be shipped to you. And then what you have to do is take five minutes, basically boots on the ground, setting it up. So you have to put the bike at the property, add the QR code and the lock, make sure and test it. But once after that, it's pretty much you don't need to be at your property anymore for this to be successful. You now become the marketer. So you have mm -hmm. to tell your guests, hey, download the Mount app. You know, we have all this communication for you so that you can do it properly. But that is one thing that you have to do. If you don't, you won't get a lot of rentals because the guest doesn't know what Mount is either. Like we're brand new. So you do have to do some education. Yeah, for sure. So it's interesting what you said there. So you can actually buy the goods from you as well as buy your own and just tag the software on. Exactly. Yeah, we've set up some great relationships with manufacturers so you can get electric bikes a lot faster than if you went by yourself. We also get like very good discounts. I think our electric bike right now is $850. Um, so a lot cheaper than what you would find out there. Yeah. So and we set those up so that we knew what kind of supply was coming onto the marketplace, but also so that, you know, you didn't have to shell out three grand for an electric bike because that's absurd. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. That's exactly the figure I had in my head was like three, three and a half grand because um, I know how much they are. So what, um, uh, I mean, you, you might not want to give the data, but on average, how much are you seeing hosts kind of, you know, make as an extra revenue uh, typically, you know, for maybe a portfolio of 10 properties? So we do it per property. Um, we typically see four amenities per your property, whether that be four electric bikes or a combination of all. 
in that scenario, you could make on average the low end being about $200 a month, the high end being $650 a month. Okay. Um, but that's actually with those are were our first pilots. So again, no one knew what Mount was from either side. I think, you know, down the line a year from now, when people, the travelers are understanding, hey, I should go to this property because Mount is there, like they want these amenities. Then I think you're going to see a lot more revenue come in the door because your travelers are actively seeking you out because they want to rent the amenities as, you know, verse right now, they're learning about the amenities when they arrive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I know you're seeing, um, is it typically just your kind of tourist type locations or are you seeing much with the corporate type stays that are using these amenities as well? So corporate, uh, different type of amenities, actually. Um, we were just talking to a company that does corporate apartments and their travelers want like monitors or a very nice like work environment. So that type of stuff they're willing to rent. You in that case, you know, you don't have to keep it at the property. I would more keep or not in the one bed apartment, you could keep it somewhere else on location and they could come rent it. But um, yeah, I mean, it honestly just depends. Like you got to really think like, what is my traveler always asking me for? Like, are they always asking for a monitor? Cause then you should put one in and rent it. Um, you're honestly your best like knowledge source. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and obviously you, you just have a, I'm just trying to get it around my head. So whatever we want to put in the property. So even if it was say a, a MacBook or whatever, you can, somehow tag some sort of QR code software to know when that's getting used and obviously then bill them for that usage of that. And obviously if it goes missing, you, cause it's GPS tracked, you, you can then find out where it's gone, who was the last user and therefore who yeah. to bill. Yeah. You can find it. Or in some cases, if you can't find it, the person that was renting it is responsible up to the entire cost of the amenities. So we have their credit card on file and we'll just charge them for that. And they know that too. They sign that rental sheet. Yeah. And insurance wise, is, is that the insurance policy that the hosts have working with you? The fact that you'll get it or do you have that? Is that an extra step? No. So the insurance actually covers right now injury liability. So if you were to offer kayaks or bikes or stuff, uh, that's what it covers for you. You get named as actually an addition, additionally insured. So you become insured by mount. But I think a lot of the, the gray area that people don't realize is that your property insurance is great. It covers the property and things that are on it. But if you rent a bike and the guest leaves your property, that isn't covered anymore. And so if yeah. they hurt themselves, you know, what's going to happen is you are responsible and signing that terms and conditions rental sheet isn't enough. Like that is something to hide behind, but it's not going to be standing up anywhere if something happens. So you do need that extra layer of insurance. And if you were to buy it personally, trying to insure rentable items right now is impossible. I think it's upwards of $100,000 a year. Yeah. Um, so that's why we took that cost on. It's an added value for working with Mount. I think we're the only company to do it right now. And I think really it's because we came from an industry that had to custom build a policy for scooters. So uh, it was just kind of the pieces fell together. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm already like, after this call, it's going to be like, right, spreadsheet out. What can we add into the properties? <laughs> and, and then I'm going to twist your arm to start moving into Dubai and moving into the UK. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I'm up for it. <laughs> yeah, um, I can definitely see big scope in Dubai um for, for you know a lot of these different types of, of um you know scooters bikes things like that and um and then obviously some of the villas that we've got on the palm with the beach sort of kits oh, yeah. and yeah. kayaks things like that which again as you say are, are are just being given away for free at the minute you know they're not um they're not, mm -hmm. they're not utilized but i'm pretty sure that guests would quite happily pay for um 
you know, pay for them. I mean, what's the um, do you have like is like speedboats and things like that, or is that like is that future planning down the road? Future planning. Our insurance doesn't cover boats right now. Big ones. Uh, we'll also never do cars because Turo does that pretty well. Um, so yeah, no, <laughs> there is a limit. You can list to your heart's content. Will it go live? That's up to Mount. <laughs> so yeah. someone asked us the other day about an ATV. That's not covered right now. So that one didn't go live. Same with snowmobiles. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the other interesting thing to start thinking about is Airbnb and these booking platforms are changing the way they're showing pricing now. And so people, I think, used to lump this stuff in for free because they could charge a higher nightly rate. Um, but there's no way to quantify that value, especially if you're a guest that's searching. You know, they're not going to intuitively be like, oh, I am paying an extra $50 a night because they're giving me this stuff. Like, that's really hard to do that mental math. So I think it's even more important now that you don't offer it for free and yeah. that you, you know, have to kind of not bake it into the price, but, you know, get it, have them get there and, and do it when they arrive. Otherwise, you're not going to be competitive on these platforms. But Book Direct will still be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I think it's amazing. Obviously, I have been following your journey and, um, you know, I've never really dug into it with you, the ins and outs of it, but I knew kind of the scope of what it was. And I do think it's... Um, it's definitely a growing market and something that I think as you move from kind of novice, just getting properties up and running and figuring out how you just turn guests over and, you know, and then as you start looking at, okay, well, I've got that bit boxed off. Now it's like, how do we drip more revenue out of each and every property? And, you know, this is definitely one way um, that you can do it. So um, I think it's fantastic. And as I said, I think, um, well, hopefully I'll be in the USA fairly soon. Obviously, we've got traction there um, and we'll have some units up and running. But, you know, I think the UK and certainly Dubai is definitely a market where Mount would go very well, um, which, you know, I think we would definitely look to, to do stuff. And I would encourage any of the listeners um, to start, you know, thinking about the, the items that you could potentially, or you are already, as you say, you know, just giving away for free that you could just, you know, an extra $5 here, $10 there, you times that by all the guests you have each year and all of a sudden it's it, it does no pun intended mount up you know yep. so <laughs> uh, but uh yeah i mean awesome uh, did you say you wanted to talk about something else earlier before we met or oh mark would be so mad at me if i didn't tell you all about this <laughs> uh i joined as an author of the book direct blueprint so uh it's just a collection of all of these companies that really are talking about how to make your book direct strategy a lot stronger. Um, so my founder story is in here, how Mount started. There's a lot we didn't get to talk about on the podcast, including a crazy ride through Hawaii that strapped a kayak to our car. So <laughs> that's all in the book, plus a lot of other amazing tips. Um, so if you are looking at a better book direct strategy, I would check this out, plus all of other Mark's books. He's, he's great at that stuff. So. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I think I was I was in the first one, um, and there's you know I've read it myself. There's, in fact, I've got a few copies down down there, which I give to my franchisees when they join, because uh, I do think it's a it's a good um, it's a good playbook. You know, that's what it's for, and you know you just pull bits out of it and and use them. Um, and you know, I'm pretty sure the um, I haven't actually read the blueprint one yet, but I'm pretty sure it's the same, packed full of um, you know valuable stuff. So if um, if anyone wants to get hold of you or start working with you or even just ask some questions, maybe where can they find you? Where do you hang out? Uh, LinkedIn is the best one. You can also um, click list an amenity on our platform that'll create an account and get you on my radar. So you can message me that way. Um, and then if you do want to email me, it's just Maddie, M-A-D-I at rentmount.com. So 
pretty easy. <laughs> superb, superb. Thanks again for your time. Uh, I know you're busy, so I'm going to let Anna early so you can go and get a coffee now. Um, <laughs> and uh, I will catch up with you uh, probably Nashville. You got Nashville? Oh, yeah. We'll have a booth there. Yeah, cool. I will probably more than likely see you then because that'll be the next time I'm in the States. So um, I look forward to it. Awesome. Take care. Thank Take you. Care. Bye now. Bye.